Alrighty guys, hey there. Uh, today, beautiful Monday here in Idaho. Today is October 14th. Man, full moon last night was really bright. Beautiful night. Uh, nice fall colors outside this morning. A lot of orange and yellow, red trees. It's just a really beautiful time of year. I like the fall time. Maybe because I have a fall time birthday. I don't know. How about you? What's your favorite season? Uh, it doesn't really matter. Because I think ultimately, <laughs> what I want to talk about today is uh, what each moment really brings. Okay? Each moment is a miracle in itself. And I was realizing, I was thinking about, man, you know, right now, in this minute, you know, in, in this exact moment, there is somebody around the world experiencing a miracle. Maybe there's a baby being born. Maybe it's the perfect sunrise or the perfect sunset or the first kiss, or at some point, you know, some element where somebody's experiencing that sense of awe at life. It's a miracle. How did that, I mean, it's just so cool, you know? We just kind of bask in that, the glory of the moment. It's beautiful. Some would say basking in the glory of God. And is this not a divine expression, this moment right now? Somewhere, you know, you think about, it's easy to see how some people might but isn't it all connected? And so isn't it inherent that each moment is, is a miracle? It's not that there is a miracle in the moment so much as the moment, the moment is a miracle. And I think that that is something that's really remarkable. That means that you and I are miracles in this moment. The fact that we have these incredible bodies doing all these crazy things that we have you know, no idea how it works how to control it or regulate it, and yet there's this innate self-regulation in our body to keep us alive. You know, this is, this is miraculous to me, that we could have a conversation, beam it through Bluetooth, upload it, download it, and all that. That's kind of a miracle. Yeah, sure, there's science and there's structures, you know, in place that make this manifestation what it is today, but isn't it all based on the same fundamental awareness that permeates the universe? The awareness of molecular structure. How do protons and neutrons bind together and choose their their bindings? You know, they decide I'm going to be a carbon molecule or I'm going to be an oxygen molecule or I'm going to be some compound, you know, rock molecule. There's all these kind of alliances at the molecular, at the atomic level. You know, there's <laughs> things like this are miraculous to me, right? And yet it keeps it all going out of this has manifest everything that is and is manifesting currently as the essence of everything that is. Fundamental awareness is manifesting as the essence of everything that is and that is miraculous. The order, the structure, the way that we can have creativity and free will, the way that we can exercise choice, this is miraculous. And these are the things that I think get overlooked a lot when we are caught up in our mind. We're caught up in this illusion that all of this life is happening to me everywhere all the time. It's happening, you know. Somebody did something. Somebody else is responsible. Somebody, some outside external factor is ruining my existence on earth. 
come on, it's not that bad. I mean, for most of us, most of the time, it's not that bad. I'm sure there's people that have endured circumstances where it would certainly feel that way. Circumstances that I couldn't even begin to comprehend. Unimaginably difficult and painful circumstances. Trials and tribulations that are incomprehensible to most people, myself included. And yet you hear the story after story of this will to survive, this indomitable spirit, this, this I am going to do whatever it takes, not just to survive, but to make my mark on the world, to leave an impact on the world around me. People will know who I am. And the truth of the matter is that we really don't know <laughs> who they are, these amazing human beings. Maybe we know someone in our own life, in our own friends and family. Absolutely. You know, but I'm talking the myths and the legends. You know, how many people really know the Michael Jordans one-on-one? -on -one? You know, these people, the Einsteins. How many people really knew Einstein, for example? You know, but we're all in this manifestation together. Isn't humanity amazing? We are each as unique individuals of, you know, individual expressions of divine intent. You know, here for a purpose, we've got this purpose in life, this primal purpose that really should drive and become our fuel, our fire. But this specific soul mission, what am I here to do? My mark, my meaning, what makes me special? What makes me have a voice to share? Have a skill, have an art, have a craft, have a trade. All these ways that we each contribute to the whole. We each contribute to community. We have the opportunity to contribute, you know, more or less, right? And there's some truth in this idea that the more you give, the more you get. The more you contribute, the more social love you get. Not just affirmation, not just kindness reciprocated, good deeds returned to you you know, better business opportunities. But when your family's hurting or sick, somebody might bring you by us a nice warm soup. Somebody sees you're having a hard time lifting something, they might run across the street to give you a hand. Community that happens because we're acting from a place of kindness. This is a miracle to me. <laughs> it's miraculous. It's happening every moment, all the time. Anytime that we can say something kind or complimentary, wow, I really like your hat, your shirt, your earrings, your coat, your shoes. Wow, you sure have a nice smile. Well, hey there, aren't you a ray of sunshine? <laughs> and I know some people feel like, yeah, I know some people like that, right? Hey, aren't you a ray of sunshine? <laughs> but... Come on, let's be honest, right? There are good people out there doing good things, and I think that, you know, we're each one of them. We each contribute in our own little way. It's a miraculous thing, this mindset that the more I give, the more I get in return. I don't give just to receive. It's not like I'm going to buy everybody a Christmas present just so everybody gets one back. That's not selfless giving. That's selfish giving. You know, this is, you know... It's easy to get caught up in that kind of gift comparison stuff. But I'm talking about just the genuine giving because. You don't expect anything in return. It's just, it feels good to help somebody out. To lend a hand. To be kind. Pay a compliment. Lift somebody's spirits. 
right? Lift the heart. Lift up the hearts, you know, of your of people in your community, your friends and your family, the people you interact with on a regular basis at work, people you bump into in the store or the coffee shop. Don't be a stranger. Smile and say something nice. It's amazing how many nice people there are in the world. And that's a miracle to me. <laughs> it's just miraculous, you know? And what we can do with that, the ways in which we can harness our manifesting, you know, manifestation, our power to manifest whatever we want to see in our mind, we can build it, we can create it, we can go out there and do things, but we can manifest the, we can, our intent in the material world. And that's really cool to think about that. I can manifest my intent in the material world. I can build a life. I can cultivate whatever quality of life I want. I have this choice. I can work with what I got and move toward where I want to be. You know, accept and appreciate and love the benefit, the resources of being alive right here, right now, and all the things that are going in your favor. <laughs> if you're listening, your body's functioning well enough to acquire a, you know, electronic device and listen to a podcast and get, you know, knowledge, right? When we share our thoughts, we're sharing knowledge. This is the sharing of the collective wisdom of humanity. Lend your voice. Share from your experience. I'd love to know what you've learned. You know, if we can learn from each other, it's a bonus. And so... This let's talk life for me was just sharing what's on my mind. This is what's going through my mind. And to be honest, I've done so much writing on, I love putting ink to paper. I'm real picky about my pens and my kind of paper and it's gotta feel right and flow right. And I gotta be in the right mood for blue ink or black ink. I mean, I get, I dork out on it, right? I get weird about it, I guess you could say. <laughs> but, oh, that reminds me, you know, this one time I was, I was writing something, man. I was just ripping it off, just flowing, going as fast as I could move my hand. And I ran out of ink, and I didn't have the same kind of ink anywhere to be found in my extra inks. And so I was like, no, what do I do? You know, do I stop? I couldn't bring myself to continue the thought in a different ink. I had to, in fact, leave the house, get in the car, drive the store, get the right ink, come back, open it up, put it in the pen, I mean, the whole bit, to finish that thought. And that thought really evolved into Primal Purpose, or this book that I've been trying to write and get published. And so I want to kind of take the podcast format as a chance to just share my ideas. These ideas are in the book, and you know, sometimes probably more or less better stated, you know, but ultimately in a context that somebody could chew on it and process it at a pace and go back and you know, I, this is what I've written down for myself to remind myself, this is how to gain traction in life. When I feel like I'm slipping and things aren't going my way, what's going on? I'm out of sync here. I'm like, I look at it like I'm stepping on my dance partner's toes, right? If my life is like a dance with the divine expression of everything it is, the dance with the divine, right? This is daily life and the daily grind is still the dance and the divine. You know, it's a miracle that we're alive and we have this experience. And I don't want to lose sight of that. I want it to be miraculous. Each moment is miraculous. And yes, I can then see the miraculous, you know, sunrise or the way the leaves know when just to fall, you know, things like this. And I just love it. You know, life, I love sharing. I love having the opportunity to be able to sit down and have a conversation, kind of in theory. Truthfully, I'm pacing back and forth in my office. You may be out on a walk or driving in your car. I really don't know. 
but I can kind of feel you. I kind of, I hope. <laughs> because that's been the thing that's been missing is this, this idea that, you know, I like to meet with real people in real time and it's just a lot different when I'm not being uh, engaged externally. I'm an extrovert, you know, so I've been thinking I'm going to take this podcast live. I'm going to see if I can find some coffee shops to play along, uh, podcast it live, call it Soul Talk or Let's Talk Life and say guests welcome. Pod, you know, Soul Talk podcasting at, you know, this time, this location and guests welcome and let's talk about it, you know, and I'll, I'll throw out these ideas and invite the feedback, the questions, we can talk about it and really ruminate together. <laughs> and with the more, you know, minds chewing on these meaty topics, I think the more satisfied, you know, our souls will be in breaking it down in the digestible chunks. And then we get it, you know, when it's digestible, then it's integratable, right? We, integratable? Integratable? Yeah. We can then integrate the tools or the concepts into our life. And it becomes a habit of thought. And then we begin positive inertia. You know, we restructure our self-talk using the magic of mantra. You know, we use breathing techniques to slow down the mind and be present in the moment at an increasing rate. And this, this changes our body physiologically. And that's why I like to think of it as self-directed evolution. You know, we, we are, we have the ability through exercising our free choice in the most efficient manner possible to increase our efficiency, in fact, to accelerate our clarity, to accelerate our positive impact and our health and well-being in every department of life. That is possible to every person in every moment, in theory. You know, I'm not going to, we, we can talk about fringe components, you know, people who are maybe in a vegetative state or something like that, but the, you know, for the bulk and majority, again, for the target audience here, you know, if we have enough life in us to realize that choice, Man, our imagination is the limit. We can choose to build any life that we want to build. And that is pretty powerful. It's very powerful, in fact. It's empowering to know that and to take hold of that truth. And, and that's it, man. That's solid. I can build whatever life, man. I can envision. And so the first step, really, you know, in the aiming process to ask the right questions is where do you want to be? And when you begin to Focus forward. You begin to allow yourself to entertain the idea of positive potential. You begin to curiously explore positive potential, the infinite positive potential of the future, your own future, in fact. Any sequence of choices can lead to any sequence of outcomes, but ultimately you have power <laughs> to change yourself, your life, your world can transform from the inside out so that you actually emotionally, physiologically, biologically feel better. You can lessen the aches and pains. These are things that you can do absolutely, immediately. <laughs> it's not hard. And that's encouraging. It can be discouraging when we're dealing with a lot of pain. And so what do we do? You know, if we're hurting, we begin to isolate ourselves. And when we begin to isolate ourselves, we become self-defeated. When we become self-defeated, we lose our motivation. When we lose our motivation, we're in a downward spiral to where it gets dark and painful. And this is a place that I've lived. And I used to think it didn't exist. Pardon me while I take a sip of tea. I didn't think that, you know, it was possible to get down and out in the way that I did. I thought, no, I, my mind is too strong or I'm, I'm just too optimistic or I'm too resilient. You know, I'm tenacious. But what happens when your body is constantly emitting pain signals and 
your nervous system's all a wreck and your back's hurting, your neck's hurting, your feet are hurting. You know, in my case, my ankle was just killing me. You know, deep peroneal nerve getting berated by a couple of pins, you know, stuck through them from my calcaneus up through the subtalus. I mean, it was just a deal. And they would have got to amputate, and I mean, I was waiting for it. But that pain weighed on me, and it weighed me down to the point where my warrior spirit just kind of buckled, like got crushed. I just felt like worthless. My body's worthless. I can't do it. Just, wow, what a shitty place. I can't play with my kid that way. I can't teach her to ride a bike. I can't take the trash out for my wife. And this was for me, I mean, like living in hell. <laughs> you know, like, ah. But in that, I could still find goodness. The warmth of a hug is a miracle to me. The warmth of a hug is a miracle. If you feel that human being connecting with you, and when you can each breathe together and relax for just a hug, just a few heartbeats, those hearts are beating together, and that is a miracle. <laughs> a miracle in every moment. Any moment you need a, a miracle in your life, find somebody to hug. Even if it's just a stranger, find somebody that looks like they might have had a hard day like you or maybe even harder. You ever notice that? If we look around and we think, oh, that guy, he's got it. He's got it made. This guy, oh, man, I'm all, you know, look at all what they got. I don't got that. How does that feel? Not so good, right? But if we begin to, you know, and we're comparing, right? We're comparing against somebody that is, you know, in theory, got something that's making them happy that we're lacking. And... Think about the opposite effect. What if you think about people who have it worse off? I'm talking to my, my grandma, and she's lived a long, wild, adventurous life, right? This woman's wonderful to hear her stories. And she's talking about she's going to do what she's going to do, you know, and she's going to, you know, go <laughs> wherever she has to go to go do those things. She was driven by this desire to make the most of her life. Even though she never finished high school, she was married when she was 16, uh, lived in a house that was made out of tar paper, you know, by, right by the railroad tracks, <laughs> you know. There was still this goodness in her, you know, she had this choice that she could choose to cultivate her life. And that was really powerful. You know, I love hearing those kind of stories of triumph, and she feels pride in that. And she's sharp. You know, late 80s. So, my grandma and I, you know, hanging out and learning this history. I think I got my own histories and, and all of that. That's great. These are stories. The truth is that we each have our own story. So, we can look at our story. You know, we look at where we want to go and we start to create a plan to get there. But we have to start our journey where our feet meet the ground. And that means that ultimately... We have to become presently aware of reality. And there are lots of layers to reality. Some layers of reality are actually an illusion. Some layers of reality are like a mental mirage. But some layers of reality will bite your ass. <laughs> you know, you know, you step on a rattlesnake, it's gonna bite you kind of a thing, right? There's there's present awareness to what's real right now. And we gotta work with what we got. So what's real right now, again, going back to that heartbeat, is a miracle. You know, what's real right now is I have the choice and I'm going to start doing this. And then how do I get the, the momentum? You know? And really by defining where you want to go and getting as narrow as possible, see if you can narrow it down to just a, one sentence, a statement of purpose. 
my life mission is, you know? What do I want to do? What's my soul intent? You know, what do I feel like I was born to do, uniquely equipped to do? What in me, if I could just do anything that was, you know, if I was unbounded by limitation, meaning there was, you know, I had all the money in the world, all the, all the time in the world, all the opportunity in the world, what would you build? What would you do? How would you spend your time? What is the ultimate satisfaction for you in physical expression? Right? In the physical world, in the material world. What's the ultimate expression? Satisfaction. And you think about that. And you think, well, okay, you know, well, I want to have a yacht, I want this, I want that. Okay. So and maybe you're at a point where you're you're already making six or seven figures and you're like, oh, I know where I'm gonna go, and that's where I'm gonna go. Maybe you're at that level of freedom in life. Or maybe you're at the bottom going, dude, a yacht? No, like I want to have a warm place over my head. I want a consistent I want an address, man. I want a street address, you know. I want, I want meals in my belly on a regular basis. I want, you know, I want to be able to go out and get a new set of clothes. You know, I want my car to work. I want to get a car that runs for me. Hey, I want to be able to replace my windshield. Hey, I want to be able to go get a new purse. Hey, did you check out that new set of shoes? What do you think about going out to dinner? You want to go out to dinner and uh, grab a movie? Hey, that new uh, Disney show is in town or the Cirque du Soleil or the circus. You know, you want to go watch uh, the, bull, the bull riding? You want to see some concerts? Hey, I was thinking about getting some box office tickets, you know, up to watch the Seattle Seahawks, you know, playing right live at home, man, to be in that stadium, you know, and then having dinner at the, at the uh, Needle afterward. Where, where's your level of expression? Where do, you, where do you want to go, right? What do you want out of life? And you need to know that. You need to get clear on that. And how do we do that? We use this tool of intelligent inquiry, right? We have to ask the right questions. And so as we start to use the, when we ask questions, we're going to get an answer, right? We're going to get an answer. Sometimes it's an intuitive answer. If you ask a question of yourself, of your own subconscious mind, you take a deep breath, you relax, you know, relax the brain, you know, release the mind for a moment, allow yourself to rest in stillness and just listen, observe. Observation is the fundamental operation of fundamental awareness, right? This is this is uh, how fundamental awareness functions in the world. It's through observation. This is what gives rise to opposites and gives rise to everything, molecular structure on up. And this is the the quantum back and forth, the quantum blink. There is something, there is nothing. But then that something has to be aware of nothing, and so on. And so we weave the thread, the cosmic thread, the cosmic fabric of the cosmos, if you want to go that far, that has us interconnected in such an intricate way. It's a, it's a miracle, man. <laughs> I promised I was going to clean up my act so I didn't have to cuss as much, right? But, it, I mean, it is a, it's a Holy Ghost miracle, man. It is effing a awesome, so cool that there is a miracle in every moment. No, 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 that every moment is a miracle. You know, every moment is a miracle. Wow. And so we get to be part of this. And as we begin to sense our part, we realize that we're in that divine dance I was talking about earlier. But ultimately, we are co-creating. We are co-creators of the universe as it unfolds, perpetually, right now, on into infinity. <laughs> so you let that sink in if you want. But you don't even have to understand or go there. You don't have to be a philosopher at heart. You don't even have to go, you know, you, you only have to go into it as far as you want to go. 
into it until you achieve that quality of life that feels to you satisfying to where you can say and lay in bed at night and feel like I've got it all. I've got it all. A loving family, a home, you know, there's times in life where I felt like I didn't. That's for sure, that's for sure. But ultimately, you know, wherever we're at, life changes. The seasons, the cycles. I've talked about the trees a few times. Each time I look at my window, there's trees. There's beautiful. I love this time of year, the fall time. And I'm reminded of the cycles. What better time to let go of the things in life that no longer serve us? Don't the leaves remind us of that? You know, look at all the tree labor. The tree labored, you know, to produce these leaves and fruit on fruit trees and such. You know, this man, this is a miracle. <laughs> it's magical, man. Happens in a moment, overnight. Happens while, right while we're looking at it. We can't even see it sometimes. Right? But look at it and see it for what it is. It's life expressing itself in the fullest expression. The tree's very best tree that it can be. <laughs> right? And sometimes trees are suffering. Sometimes they need pruning. Sometimes they need bug treatment. You know, we can help our trees out for sure. But if this, I mean, if there's any indication that the struggle is real, can't we just look at nature and see it? Nature is a struggle, and yet there's a purity in the expression that, that just, just, I mean, it just shouts satisfaction. I don't think that the tree is worrying about being a tree. Or the bird about being a bee. I think that they are just aware, right? It's, a, it's a, an expression of fundamental awareness percolating up through the divine expression of curious exploration of infinite potential, right? Man, there's all these super cool things happening all the time and we can see it and I just think that's so awesome. I want to remind people of that. I want people to think about that. I want people to get fired up about that. I want people to start seeing that in their own life and I want people to start sharing about it with their own life. And let's get away from all this crap. All this crap, man, that we don't have to carry around with us. Baggage. What's going on, you know? All these things that we get worked up about. Do we have to carry that through the door when we come home, for example? Can you just take a deep breath, roll your shoulders back, and then relax it? And as you let go, oh, my family's coming home. As we let go, let go of the baggage. Let go of the things that are not serving right now in this season of life. We're getting ready for a new season of life. Maybe this is a time for some people to hibernate, to pull back, conserve the resources. Maybe it's a time for some people that they really begin to thrive. Because in this season of life, this is when they feel alive, they resonate. They're born with that cycle of life. My dog is an example of this. My dog loves the snow. He loves the snow so much when he was being puppy trained, he was going potty, and, and as the snow in the yard began to shrink, he kept going on the snow. He didn't know where else to go to the bathroom. He was not comfortable not going potty on the snow, which is really funny, because when he got down to being kind of a small little patch, it got kind of, kind of nasty, because he kept smaller and smaller, you know. Well, as it turned out, you know, he loves the snow to this day. We take him out there, and he rolls in it, and he jumps, and he frolics, and he plays like a pup. It makes him happy to be alive in the snow. <laughs> Where do you feel happy and alive? Where do I feel happy and alive? But where do you feel happy and alive? 
You could write down on a piece of paper, I feel happy and alive when dot, dot, dot. And you start to answer these questions or these finish these statements for yourself. These are intelligent tools. They're simple and yet profound. We can direct, we can channel our mental energy, we can focus our thought in a direction that is, pr is providing traction so that we can begin to move in a positive direction. We can begin to leverage, for example, things like the law of belief, the law of attraction. We can leverage our own physiological tools, our breath, to help have clarity and health and vitality. Even when we're dealing with pain, we can learn how to deal with that pain in a way that optimizes, neutralizes, maybe even lessens the pain at a level you didn't believe was possible. There's a miracle in every moment. For many people, that means pray about something. We need to pray because this prayer is an invocation of a miracle. It's asking God, good old divinity, asking the universe to conspire, hey, I need some help here. And sometimes the answer is sure like this or sure like that. Sometimes it doesn't seem to be an answer. But ultimately, there's a miracle in every moment. So maybe it's just an answer that we don't understand or don't have context for. Or maybe it's just a painful lesson that's been hard to learn, but we needed to get it sharp this time. Or maybe it's just reckless pain that makes no sense and has no reason. It's senseless violence and heinous crime. Maybe. And what do we do with that? It is what it is. And it's exceedingly unfortunate. Exceedingly. But I do believe that nature is indifferent. There is no judgment outside of thought. In that sense, we're creating this trail where we hold on to and get stretched into the past by pains and infractions that have come and gone. And the pain is real, and it is in fact stored in our body physiologically, you know, at the fascial level, muscle groups, trigger points, I mean, energy blockages, right? I mean, this, this is stuff, we're talking traditional Chinese medicine, modern medicine, you know, this is how we we harbor our emotions internally. And when we're dealing with that and our body is you know, full of ailment unnecessarily, and our mind is cluttered and full of pain and anguish unnecessarily, we get caught into and, and kind of blindsided by this cycle of suffering. And sometimes we realize that, and other times we think, ha, ah, you know, life is happening to me, and what the hell, you know, God hates me and, and life is terrible. I don't, I don't even know, you know, why is there, what's all this talk about positive thinking or this, this idea that life, there's positive potential in life. You know, I don't want to hear that because my life is so full of, you know, hard times and pain, physical, mental, emotional, financial, social, relational pain, all types of pain. Imaginary pain, phantom pain, fake pain. And there's all kinds of pain that we feel. And I feel like I felt a lot of those pains Surely not all, but m more than many. And in that suffering, I've been humbled. I've been brought to outrage and tears. And then at one point, I could hear the river laughing at me. If you guys have read the book Siddhartha, you know that line is from the end of the, the book of the Siddhartha, the story of Siddhartha. You know, can you hear the river laughing at you? Can you hear nature? We're dealing with all this pain, but if we were to just stop for a second, collapse in pain, and look at the sun and inhale, feel the sun absorb it, look at the vibrant life that's around, you know, this amazing miracle of existence, material structure, meaning and purpose, 
mental function, contemplation, reflection, and projection of intent. These are things that are miraculous, man. <laughs> They're so cool. And so, you know, I want to pull it back to that. You know, come back. I mean, it, it gets deep, right? We can chase those rabbits as far as we want. And people haven't contemplated it for a long time, I think, since the dawn of humanity in many ways. We're just trying to figure out and answer that question, why? Two questions. Who am I? Why am I? And then we can answer the what am I or what do I do? You know, when am I doing that? Where am I doing that? We can get more and more specific, right? It's cool. And so we create this track. And so then we take massive action. We move down this track toward the path of potential and getting to where we want to be. And we feel really good about it. We start to get, uh, we start to get that taste for what life could be like. And there'll be obstacles and challenges, and it's like sometimes you gotta you gotta level up because you, you you're like yeah 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 grow 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 grow, and then you hit a spot, you just plateau. You're like oh man, I don't know how to get to the next level. I don't know if I can even maintain this this current location right now. I mean, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm I feel like I'm on a you know slippery slope here. I'm not even getting where I want to go. Well, it's time out, time out. Let's evaluate. Let's evaluate. Start with the feet, meet the ground, breathe deep, check in. What's real right now, right? And then from there, rebuild again the future that you want. Each moment is a miracle in which you can rebuild the future that you want. You can rebuild your life and create the future that you want. Each moment. You can change, you can shift, you can let go. You don't have to be, you know, like an ox on a plow. You don't have to get a straight line. You know, it's okay to zigzag around a little bit. A bit. <laughs> you can flutter around like a butterfly. Try different things, you know. Whatever your personality is, wherever you're at right now, Congratulate yourself because the very best that you could do is to what bring you right where you're at and that's good You've done what you needed to do to survive. You're alive. So high five pat on the back. Heck. Yeah, okay So from there now what's next? Right, what's next you got X amount of time in the day before you have to a what? Go to the bathroom, you know <laughs> Eat something Have a place to lay your head Right those are the basics, right? So every day you got to do something like that you know, interact with somebody, you know, you got some decisions to make. If you want to, if you have a job, you know, to go to a job or not go to a job. If you don't have a job, you know, or you're self-employed, do you feel like going to work or not going to work? Uh, if you're at a, a level where you're uh, very integrated into rules of responsibility, you know, you feel like if I don't show up, you know, things are going to fall apart. It's not going to function. Work, operations are not going to function. All of that kind of stuff. And so we figure out where we're at. We use the allotted time that we have. We evaluate our time. How much time do we have? You know, okay, I actually have like, everybody says, I don't have any time for that. But it only takes like five minutes a day. And guarantee you can muster the discipline to find or create or make whatever you got to do. You can find five, five, ten minutes a day. Better yet, you can probably find 15, 20 minutes a day. If you can find 20, 30, 30, 40, if you can find an hour a day, you can transform your life in a pretty short amount of time. But if it's scattered out, you know, you understand that the thinner, you know, if I just do 10 minutes of, you know, self-reflection, self-improvement, you know, every few days, then I'm, I'm not going to get anywhere real fast because there's a lot of negative inertia in our lives. No matter what level we're at, we're always trying to overcome that negative inertia, you know, by learning, refining, constantly refining our habits and refining the way that, that we think, the way that we function mentally, right? Our thinking is, is a mental function. And I, the truth of the matter is sometimes the function is broken. You know, sometimes you look in somebody's eyes and all you see is that, like, that error, 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 like not functioning, like something's going on, you know. 
the computer's got a critical virus, a virus, you know, the, the computer's got this idea that, you know, my mind has this idea that, you know, somehow life is inherently hostile and it's out to get me or, you know, the world's just a dark, ugly place and full of pain, you know, and this is reality for some people. And maybe, you know, some people like this, maybe you've been there personally. Most people don't stay there. I think that we all taste that in some way or another in life. But if you see somebody that's in that place right now, you, tell, you wonder, like, is there anything I can do to help? And sometimes you try to help and they don't receive, or they're not at a place where they can really uh, take the reins for themselves and turn their life around. And so they continue to perpetuate this cycle of self-induced suffering. And, and maybe you can see that and you want to be helpful, but you just can't, right? What do we do? We let it go, right? There, there, there's, <laughs> there's life to happen there, you know? There's a miracle there called letting go. You don't have to carry somebody else's stuff, right? We don't have to carry that baggage. The miracle of letting go, boom. We don't have to carry it with us anymore. I was talking to a gentleman one time, and we talked through some different breathing techniques, and he had had some stress, some combat-related stress, military stress, and he was carrying that with him. Big, strong guy. And after a little, not too long, you know, a period of time, maybe a, a month or two, of doing these breathing exercises on a regular basis, he said to me one day, I realized I could just let it go. Like when he came back from that peaceful place of just quieting the mind for a moment, just enjoy taking a few deep breaths. Feel the heartbeat. You're alive. That's a miracle. <laughs> you made it. You made it. Feel good about that. Everything else just let go. You don't have to carry it with you. Yes, bad things happen. Yes, we all make mistakes. Yes, there's, you know, suffering. Yes, maybe we caused others to suffer. And, you know, if the case applies that we find ourselves in a really challenging situation like that, we don't know what to do. Sometimes we need to seek counsel, talk to friends and family. Sometimes that's an answer. Sometimes it's like, let's go talk to somebody that, that's a professional that knows how to, you know, navigate these, you know, choppy waters, these rough waters, these storms in life. And because when we can do that, then we can get past it. And that's really good, right? Ultimately, we need to. We want to get past it. And so that's the hope. The sun will come back out as sure as the leaves are falling off right now and that symbolic miracle of letting go. The spring's going to come and everything will grow again. And these cycles are seasonal. They come with the months and the tilt of the earth and all that, but they're also at the, at the layer of everyday life, the cycles of letting go and new opportunity. This is the magic or the miracle of the moment. Every moment is actually full of this opportunity, completely ripe. It's just, um, it's amazing, man. Life is super, super amazing. So that's the way I see it. And I think in sharing my perspective, I hope that I can help other people come around and see it that way too, or we can at least talk about it, you know? And I think sometimes some, it's just nice to hear it, hear somebody say it. Maybe these are things, you know, that you've already heard before, and this is just the second or third or fourth or tenth or hundredth time that you've heard it. It took me like probably 10,000 times. I don't know how many times it took, you know? A lot of times, a lot of repetition to get to that point where it actually stuck and I began to live. I could see how exactly to connect my head with my heart 
how exactly to navigate and move from that place. Not that you never get off tilt or out of whack or you know off course. It's just you can correct course faster. You can get back on your bubble quicker to that place where you're in a state of flow, doing what you were born to do and feeling good about it. It's possible. We can all see that in people's lives, the people that are out there doing it right now. That's amazing. Be inspired. Model these people. Right? Anybody that inspires you, model them. Ask them, what do you do? Call them up. Track them down, you know, <laughs> if you can. Or just see. Follow their courses. Man, if somebody you really like is offering a course that says, hey, I'll show you how to do what I, I'm doing to get where I'm at, take that course. It is worth your investment, I promise. You could spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to college, but if you could find somebody that's doing what you were born to do, and you're like, that's it, I am that man, I wanna, I wanna do that and have that life, then you figure out how to do it. Obviously, it can be done. So the question is how and who, who can I learn from to get there? Self-education, get fired up about it, but, but hold on to that. The way we can focus our mind on that is by writing it down and having it handy. Put it in your wallet, put it in your, you know, Tape it to your dashboard, put it up on your visor, put it on the bathroom mirror, put it anywhere, everywhere, on the fridge. You know, the more places the mirror, microwaves are great ones, right in your face. You know, and, and change these signs out from time to time, you know, but ultimately we use these signs to remind ourselves. You know, this is what I'm learning, or this is what's important to me right now. This is what life is teaching me right now. And then the more that I can hang on to, or at least integrate into my life, since I can't really technically hang on to everything, you know, I want to integrate it in my life. Create the habit, maintain the positive moment, momentum, and get rid of some of the negative inertia, right? The, the hashing out of helpful and harmful and making decisions, you know, asking the right people, involving the right people, making the right decisions, the aiming process. And so anyway, guys, that's, uh, that's what I have to say today. I'm, I'm going to actually check. I haven't looked to see how long this podcast has been going. I might have gone a little long, or I might be a little short. I don't know that it matters. It's just time right? Oh, no, check that out. 42 minutes. So yeah, I've been, I've been kind of aiming for that 45 minute. I think that there's something to be said for the consistency. I don't want to talk just for the sake of talking. So if I ever need to cut it short, I'll just cut it short and just share something. Uh, I may go back and, and uh, have a 15 minute podcast where I'm really breaking down and kind of talking fast. But I think, you know, I just want to work on the consistency right now and connecting, build my voice, talking about what's on my mind and, and just, you know, proof of concept, right? That there are people out there that care to about what I have to say, you know, or like, hey, if I listen to this guy, it's kind of makes my day, or he says something that challenges me, or I never thought about it like that before, but, you know, for whatever reason, it's just enjoyable to have the conversation, I like, I like talking with this guy, let's talk life, you know, and let's connect, let's connect and start to, you know, have the conversation, it doesn't have to be a monologue, all right, guys, so subscribe, if you like it, share it with your friends. I really appreciate your time, your presence, and your connection through this podcast, Let's Talk Life. This is Luke. I'll talk to you guys uh, tomorrow. Peace.